Welcome to the Radical Self-Belief Podcast. I'm your host, Nikki Fogdenmore, the Mojo Maker, and this is your ultimate destination for candid, essential, inspiring advice to get you in the driver's seat of life. Discover exclusive leadership insights, plus proven practical tools and techniques to activate true conscious decision-making for extraordinary results. Reignite your vision, harness effortless energy as we guide you to truly be the CEO of your life as well as your business for absolute sustainable success. guys, welcome. I'm Nikki Fogdemore, the Mojo Maker, and this is either Radical Self-Belief, the Mojo Maker podcast you're listening to right now, or you're watching me on YouTube for a very, very important topic that I think will help you get out of overwhelm and feel back in the driver's seat in your life. We're going through a massive exodus at the moment in the world. Everyone is freaked out. They're overwhelmed. They're exhausted. There's no planning. And there's been this real sense of security and cocooning forced into being at home by lockdown, now all of a sudden companies are asking people to come back into the office and start their working lives again uh, with that old routine. So there's a lot of fear around this. What I wanted to do today was to give you five core tips that I work with my CEOs on to help their employees feel engaged, inspired, and empowered to come back into the office and to not be afraid of the change that is resetting the new normal for your work-life blend. So without further ado, I'm going to take you through five key vital ingredients that I use and coach on for my CEOs and my company's business founders and their staff to feel totally safe and also excited about getting back into a normal routine, whatever that means to you. Before we go on to that, do me a solid Click the like and subscribe button. If you're watching on YouTube, please hit the notification bell because that means you're going to get my uh, live video updates and I will be posting twice a week as well with top tips and then of course facts and stats Fridays, helping you make sure that you find that absolute niche flow, glide and sustainable success without being taken off track by anything else. So let's get right to it. Today's five topics I think are really crucial. I've given them a couple of cool titles so that you can make it really easy to remember. Number one is accountable, agile. Then we've got action. We've also got attitude. And the last thing is awareness. So you've got to be accountable. You've got to be prepared to be agile. You've got to absolutely hate action and what you're going to do when you get back into the office. And you've got to be prepared to have total awareness. What does that all mean? So if you're sitting in a situation where your employer or maybe you need to go back into the office as a founder and show other employees that it's really important to get back into the office space and get that sense of productivity, connectivity back going with a sense of flow and purpose. This is really, really important. And I urge you to take some notes and to listen and also drop some comments below. It's normal to feel a little bit of anxiety and also that some things are taken out of your control when we're asked to go back and do things when we've finally got used to something. Call it the comfort zone, call it getting used to being in lockdown, call it getting used to not having to go into the office and work in your pajamas or whatever it is. But there are very good reasons why it's important for us as a community, as a society to start reconnecting again, to start being back in the office, to start forming a sense of community that is a little bit more than the four walls or the small streets that we've all been in. So this is actually a necessary reintegration 
And also, I think it's really important to bring a sense of camaraderie and reduce the amount of isolation and loneliness that a lot of people have been going through. So there are real positives to this, but there are five steps that I believe you really, really need to do to make sure that you feel for yourself or as a family and even as a a set of colleagues that you're actually inspired and empowered to do things the right way. So let's do number one. Number one is being accountable. Instead of being afraid and talking about how annoying it is that you have to go back into the office, for example, today, I think it was the 2nd of March, Google announced that they want their employees to be back in the office three days of the work week. So they're making a mandatory call out that it's essential that people come back into the working environment so they can re-engage, be productive and get back into connectivity with the business. Well, you could look at that and you could think, oh my God, that's so terrible. That's going to freak out. We've come to a nice safety net within our family. We're happy working from home. I don't know if I want to do it anymore, but I ask you to not avoid the actual reality that it is going to be required. We're going to have to reintegrate and do things that create productivity and allow businesses to run properly. It is not as easy as giving up your day job and all being entrepreneurs. This world requires all of us to work at different levels and companies are the new community. So how do you actually take the information that your company has given you or hand out the information to your staff that it's time to come back into the office? Number one is to be accountable and make a plan. That means sit down with your spouse, your significant other or yourself and figure out what that actually means. What would that mean logistically? What would that mean in terms of responsibilities around the house, routines that you've gotten used to, even what time you get up in the morning, your health and well-being habits, the transportation to work, commuting time, all the things that probably you haven't even had to think about for a long time. For some people, it even means thinking about wardrobe again because they've gone to uh, their Lululemon and their workout gear as their main part of their kind of casual days when they've been working from home. All of a sudden, you have to think about getting back into business. So instead of avoiding the reality, the first thing you need to do is be accountable and make a plan. What does that mean to you actually having to go back into the office? That's the first step. And have a conscious discussion of curiosity rather than fear with anyone that this could affect in your household, or maybe both of you have to go back to work. Uh, What about school runs and all those kind of practical facts and stats logistics that are part of adulting the rally of life. Secondly, I always say to people, agility over rigidity. So if you keep hanging on to how things were or how you've just got comfortable or how everything was finally good and you got used to working from home, you have to let go of all the stories of why this new phase can't be even better. So design your ideal week. Think about if you know you have to go back to work for two or three days a week in the office, what would your ideal week look like? How would you look after yourself? How are you going to divide and conquer tasks in the household with your significant other, your spouse, your partner? And also, how do you actually empower your children to get used to this change as well? Whether or not you're like me and you've got a pet like Roxy, who's like needy as anything, she'll also have to readjust that back to traveling again and going to different events, I'm not going to be around all the time. So too do your children and your partners. This is absolutely about taking control and thinking, how do I want to design my winning weeks? What I will do is put the winning week link at the bottom of this comments box in the blog and in the YouTube channel, because designing your winning weeks is the most powerful tool you can do. I do mine every Sunday, even when I'm working from home, I still design my weeks. So if you are being asked to come back into the office, see it as an opportunity to re-engage with people, to reconnect with your job, to be part of a company that's trying to build itself back up again in the eye of a storm, and then understand that you have total power with your significant other or with yourself 
to figure out how you want your winning weeks to look. It's no excuse that things are changing. You have to be in the driver's seat. So that's number two. Number three is taking action. That means doing the divide and conquering, not just having the discussion, recognizing you have to go back to work, understanding, designing your week, but how can you take action to divide and conquer on tasks, to have a game plan for school drop-offs, to understand that your health and well-being shouldn't suffer just because you're back in the office. You have to think like an athlete, which means all conditions and all seasons. So now you're back to work. How do you design your weeks? Are you a morning person? Can you get up a little bit earlier? and do a 15-minute workout, just a functional fitness thing? Who's going to walk the dog in the morning? Do you have to take your dog to doggy daycare? Do you have to take your kids to daycare? What are all the actionable things that you have to do? Do not leave them up here. Instead, block off your time and your agenda and color code all the different things that are home, family, fitness, well-being, me time, work and productivity, and even commuting and transportation time. A lot of people miss out that it takes them 30, 40 minutes to get to work in the morning. What are you going to do with that drive time? Are you going to listen to podcasts? Are you going to do your sales calls? I think it's really important to understand the action required to implement the winning weeks that you want and ease your way back in and ease your family's way back into this new landscape. So that's number three. Number four, which I think is really, really important is attitude. If you don't have a good attitude, nothing's going to work out. That means communicating to people that you care about, turning up to your boss in your office or your manager and saying, I want to make the best of this because you get out of life what you put in. So you've got two choices. You can sit listening to this and decide to be a victim and go, oh my God, it's so hard. I just got used to being at work, home for work and maybe I want to do something different. Or you can really show up for yourself and have a positive attitude on a cellular level that will create a ripple effect because we all know with neuroplasticity that what we think about expands. So you have two choices. You can choose the limiting beliefs, the negativity, and I wish it was different. Or you can swipe left on that, as I say, thought Tinder, and you can be much more positive, progressive, and productive with your thinking and say, how can I harness this opportunity and really make the most of it? When it comes down to it, attitude is everything. Attitude will help you lead your kids throughout this change. Attitude will help you keep your relationship thriving and happy during this new kind of divide and conquer thing where suddenly all you have to do is get responsible for how you're going to run the household. Attitude will mean how you show up to your colleagues, how you thrive in your workplace and getting the most out of it, seeing it as a gift instead of a struggle and a a chore. And I think that's really, really important is that your attitude will define your outcomes. And I cannot Uh, repeat that hard enough, more enough, and on and on and on, that communication, how you communicate with yourself, the stories that you tell yourself as you're weaving your way back into getting back into the workforce, to see the opportunities rather than the problems, to see the opportunity to connect with your colleagues rather than stay huddled up in a safe zone where it's easier just to see everyone by Zoom, to look at the positive side of this and realize that those companies that need you to come back to work are also paying your salary. They're also giving you an opportunity to look at long-term sustainable success for your family. They're allowing you to put your mind, your physical attributes and your ideas into the workforce and to show up as your full self. So instead of complaining at things when they don't go your way, realize that maybe there's a reason for all of this. And if we're stronger together, when we have the right attitude, your attitude is everything. That's number four. Number five, I think is the most important thing at all. We get so freaked out because we have what I call finite thinking. Oh, it's all over. We catastrophize everything, thinking the worst is going to happen. You have to eradicate that 
and do checkpoint five, which is refine and review. So it's just like the rally of life. So in my book, Radical Self-Belief, which you can get to if you're listening to this, I'll put the link below for 10% off for signed copies or head to Booktopia or Amazon. This is a doing book. So everything I'm talking about, the worksheets are in here, but in chapter or checkpoint five, review and refine, just like you would do anything after a couple of weeks of this new process, after a couple of weeks of being accountable, being agile, having a great attitude and taking action in this new kind of theme of getting back into work. Why don't you review and refine and sit down and go, what's working and what isn't? Is my health and well-being time working? How are my communication styles with my spouse and my kids? Am I stretched out and stressed because I'm not managing my commute time properly? Am I actually following through on the things that I set the intent of to make this something really positive for me and really positive inside my work life as well? So you have to be able to come back and do what I call a pit stop. And that means regroup on your information, look at your original plan, talk to your employer if if needed to, look at all your logistics. It's that whole flywheel of life. Going back to work doesn't have to be a bad thing if you look at it in a way where you can get opportunities to really bring your whole self to that moment, to lead from within and to have that self-mastery. That is the number one thing that will take you from chaos and feeling like you have to do something into the driver's seat where you can maximize your opportunities, amplify your happiness by reconnecting with colleagues and get stuck in again, like a kind of an entrepreneur attitude, even if you're part of a company. And I want to say that doesn't mean, it doesn't really matter by title. You could pick up the phones. You could be working at the cafeteria at a place. You could be a senior analyst, a a CEO, an executive, whatever. It's not title dependent. It's the title you give yourself. It's the attitude you give yourself. It's the leadership you want to show your children to be agile in times of change. And I think if you have an opportunity to go back into the office to support the employer has given you so much and to change the attitude and go, I am now agile and strong enough in myself to take care of anything that comes my way because I've got these five attributes. Number one, I'm going to be accountable. Number two, I choose agility over rigid thinking. Number three, I take action and I follow through on my plans. Number four, I have a winning attitude and I really, really work on my mindset and I thought tinder anything negative. And number five, I absolutely become aware that I need to review and refine and that nothing is finite. So there you go, accountable, agile, action, attitude, awareness. Those five tips, whether you're listening to this as an employer and you're trying to get your colleagues and staff back into the office or you're a staff member that's suddenly been given the call up Hi, Nikki, you have to come back into work three days a week. It's Google in here and you're like, oh my God, I've just got used to having everything at home. You're going to be okay, but you have to flip your perspective from disaster and doom and not having any control into a great attitude where this could be the greatest opportunity ever. We need to reconnect as a human race. We need to reconnect socially. We need to get businesses back up and running. We need to reoxygenate everything. I think we've got really used to hibernating because it became a safe zone. But now all of us have to show up. We have to show up in whatever job we have, whatever capacity we have, whatever age we are, and come together and see the good and all the things that are changing. If you really love this and you like these tips, please drop a comment below or share your ideas on how you're taking action, how you're being accountable, how you're sitting down with your spouse. I will put the winning weeks below here. I'll also put the links to the books that have all that information in there and the online program. If I can help you in any way, shift out of the mindset of doom and gloom 
to flow and absolute sustainable success, I would love to do that. I absolutely know what it feels like to have the ground move beneath you all the time. At the end of the day, those things are all out of your control. What you can control is your approach, your attitude, and your intent. And when you have those things in alignment, anything is possible. And that's exactly what I'm committed to showing you how to do is to achieve sustainable success without throwing your life upside down. So if I can do it, you can do it too. And I'm going to share all those tips with you. So these five tips on how to readjust your thinking, readjust your week, and realign yourself to getting back into the actual workplace. I hope they really help you and provide you food for thought to realize that actually you can take this opportunity and make it amazing. I'm Nikki Fogden-Moore. Please like and subscribe. I hope you love this. I really, really appreciate the following and the support. Um, The two videos that I do now on YouTube weekly, they're really important for me and they come from comments that you've given me about challenges that you'd like insight on on how I manage my weeks, keep my mojo high and also navigate storms in all times. Um, Also, you can come and join me on Monday Mojo. That is on my website, which is in the links below and also in the subtitles here. And until next time, you know, it's progress, not perfection, right? So even on these videos, I I never edit out all the hums or the albums or the dogs barking because this is part of who I am. I manage a lot of things in my day and I want to show up exactly as you see me. When you meet me, it will be the same thing because we're here having a coaching session. It might be through the screen, but I want to make sure that you can take this information, harness it and use it. And when you've done that, come look back and there's more where that came from. So I'm Nikki Fogdemore. This is the Mojo Maker Radical Self-Belief. Whether you're watching this on YouTube or listening to this on the podcast, from Spotify, iTunes, wherever else. I hope this inspires you to live your very best life. And it is the trifecta of healthy, wealthy, and wise. Well, thank you so much for joining, listening, and engaging in Radical Self-Belief, the Mojo Maker podcast. Drop me a like, share, and subscribe to Nikki Fogdemore on YouTube, as well as across all the podcast channels and my website, nikkifogdemore.com for Monday Mojo exclusive emails from me each week. And don't forget to use the code podcast10 for 10% off any of my books when you shop online at nikkifogdemore.com. Until next time, you stay healthy, wealthy, and wise. And remember, you are in the driver's seat of life.